Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Hello, I'm Lou Charles, and you're listening to a day of prayer's morning Bible study. We're glad you can join us. Before we get into the word, promise can you open us up in prayer? Yes. Lord, just thank you for today. Just thank you for coming into our midst and just revealing your word to us and making where your word is inexhaustible and there's a lot to be learned. Mm-hmm. And Lord, I just thank you for just being a good and great God to us. And to everybody. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome to our morning Bible study. And we are still continuing in Rome. Romans, excuse me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're definitely not in Rome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we are in Romans, and we are beginning chapter four today. So with that, uh, can I get a volunteer to read verses one through eight, please? I will. What then shall we say that Abraham, our forefather, according to the flesh, is found? For if Abraham was justified by works, he was something to boast about, but not before God. For what does the scripture say? And Abraham believed God, and it was, a, it was reckoned to him as righteousness. Now to the one who, who works, his wage is not reckoned as a favor, but as what is due. But to the one who does not work, but believes in him who justifies the ungodly, his faith is reckoned as righteousness. Just as David also speaks of the blessing upon the man to whom God reckons righteousness apart from works. Blessed are those whose lawless deeds have been forgiven and whose sins have been covered. Blessed is the man whose sin the Lord will not take into account. Which verse I go to? That's, that's it. Oh, that's verse 8. That's right. Thank you. So... I want to open the floor to, to you guys first to share what the Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you and to ask any questions you have, right? And the whole point of, and purpose of that is because the Lord talks to each and every one of us if we allow him. And we're all learning and growing together, okay? Okay. So who'd like to begin? First, I had a question. Okay. What does it mean in verse 5 where it says, But to him who does not work, but... Wait, go back a little bit to verse 4. Where it says, Now to him who works, the wages are not continued as grace, but as debt. But to him who does not work, but believes on him who justifies the ungodly, his faith is accounted for righteousness, just as David also described the blessings of the man to whom God imputes righteousness apart from the work. From works. Hmm. So it's like a job. Mm-hmm. If I go to work at my job and they give me money at the end, it's because they owe it to me, not because they're doing me a favor, because there was a, a an agreed upon exchange that would happen. If I worked for this, then um, compensation is, is due, is owed to me. So he was saying if, if Abraham was... Um, given righteousness or deemed righteous by God because he earned it, right? He worked for it. 
then that means God is not giving him grace. It wasn't grace, in fact, but it's something that God owed to him as God was a debtor to Abraham. Or the other way around, where, if you will, where something was given to Abraham, right? Which clearly yes. you see that. Our covenant was established, and he, all these promises, blessings, benefits were given to Abraham, right? Yes. And the, the flip side is also true. If Abraham was then had already received that, then everything he did would just be counted towards the debt, right? Yes. There would be no exchange of money. It would just be, okay, you worked X amount of hours this week or whatever the case is at this rate, at this wage. Then as a result, we'll take X amount of dollars off your debt, right? You're just paying off debt constantly. Does that make sense? Yes. yes. But it's a, 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 a system or a thought process of earning and, and being paid according to what you earn. Mm-hmm. Well, it does. Abraham came by grace, so he didn't earn anything from God. It was given as a gift by God. Just like salvation is a gift, you can't earn it, right? Yes. Um, it's a gift, which grace simply means a gift, something you did not earn, right? Yes. That's being given freely to you, so... All right, so, so let's take, given that same example, right? Mm-hmm. Or the same vein or line of thought, right? Yes. So you go to eat at a restaurant, mm-hmm. let's say, right? Clearly you received food. At the end of your time at that restaurant, a bill arrives, right? Yes. Okay, that is what you owe for what you have already received, right? Yes. Yes. But now, before you receive the bill, and this happens in some restaurants, right? they will bring out something, right? Whatever it is, I don't know, uh, an item off their menu and say, this is on the house, right? Yes. Yes. So in other words, they have given you something and they've told you this is free. All you have to do is, is receive it, eat it, right? Yes. It's for you, it's for you, it's for your enjoyment. That item does not find its way then on the on the the bill right the rest of the stuff which was not included as this is on the house this is free to you will find its way on the bill right yes so in the same way especially in verse five right what paul is communicating here is the lord said hey this is yours this is for you. you you just have this i'm giving it to you does that make sense yes yes Everyone understands that a little better now? Yes. Yes. Okay. So what else? Uh, I enjoyed in verses 7 and 8 where it said, Blessed are those whose lawless deeds are forgiven and whose sins are covered. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord shall not impute sin. Um, I just enjoy seeing that written in scripture. It, it gives um, hope, and y- and you can see that um, there is still a way for you. Like if you have sinned or messed up, it's not the end all be all. Like you're you're just not gonna make it now. There's no um, propitiation for your sin because you've just done too much, and God is just so irritated and done with dealing with you. But He is 
forgiving and he's willing to offer you a second chance when you truly repent and come to him and he doesn't hold it against you and he's not and he doesn't lie about and go no no i've forgiven that and then you're standing before the throne and then he pulls out his list of things that you did wrong and here's here's the sin you did here here's the sin you did there and so on and so forth and you're left standing there lord i thought you forgave me no he forgives all liberally and freely when we truly come to him with a repentant heart and we have a hope and instead of um keeping a tally of all the wrong things we do um he keeps a tally and he remembers the good things that we do the things the, the good things that we do unto his name those that are in secret and those that happen to be in public just like um, when Jesus told his disciples, if you give a child a cup of water, you do it unto me. And then he gave the example with the, um, between the unbelievers and the believers. And he said, when I, when I was thirsty, you gave me water. When I was hungry, you gave me food. When I was naked, you gave me clothing. When I was in jail, you came to visit me. And they're like, Lord, when did we do that? And he said, when, as surely I say to you, when you did it to one of these little ones, you did it unto me. And on the same token, on the other side, and he was talking to the unbelievers, the ones that didn't do the right thing. Um, well, when I was thirsty, you did not give me a cup of water. When I was hungry, you did not feed me. When I was naked, you did not clothe me. When I was in jail or sick, you did not come and visit me. So it, it just kind of shows the faithfulness and the justice God has and when he deals with us um, as people, if you will. else or was that something I want to share okay I found an interesting verse one where it says what then shall we say that Abraham our father has found has found according to the flesh and I was just um looking at it and thinking about it and how inside of the Bible, everybody, in the time of Jesus, everybody held Abraham in such high pristine, and he was like someone to be noted. And how, um, Lord was just reminding me of how everybody was trying to claim and try to take some of his righteousness and use for themselves, like the Pharisees. They said, "We are sons of Abraham." Like, don't you know that makes us righteous? And how the Lord is saying that. In this passage, he's both saying that it was not Abraham's works that made him um, righteous, and it's not his works that will make you righteous. It's your own actions or lack of doing what's wrong. And better yet, it's your own faith. Mm -hmm. Yes. And faith produces the actions that we take. Yes. Okay. Mm hmm and how he was saying that it you have to go out and do it yourself. You can't try to take someone else's, oh, dad did all these right, good, righteous things, so I should be getting into heaven from dad's past. Mm -hmm. It's not a ticket that you put on your car and everyone in there gets in. And the Lord was um, conveying that to me because in some levels of aspects, and reminds me of in chores, if someone doesn't, I don't take it upon myself to go check and make sure it's done. I say, okay, they did it. I'm done here. And I just go off. And the Lord is saying that 
even in my own life, I have to continue and do what I have to do, not waiting for someone else to do it for me. There's no waiting for promise, come do this for me, for I had to go get up and do it myself. Mm. So, so I have a question, right? Because yes, both you and Layla have brought up some, some very good points, right? So then, and the point you were definitely bringing up as it pertained to Abraham was, was this right? People that want to take all the good. Yes. Okay? Well, why is it that they neglect the areas where Abraham, I'll say, ultimately failed? That he didn't believe. How come, or why, is it that people neglect that part of it? Everyone wants to, and by everyone, right, the Jews especially, right, looks at yes. Abraham as this, almost a person without blame, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. And I bring this up because it matters, right? But what's not typically brought up is the fact that he tried to give his wife away twice. Right? He didn't try. He did. Oh, yeah. So he did. Right. Okay. So in order to save his own life. Well, that doesn't sound like faith to me. That and, doesn't sound like trusting the Lord. And Isaac did the same thing. Absolutely. Right. So, mm-hmm. so let's, I bring this up because the question that's asked in verse one of chapter four is what then shall we say that Abraham, our father, has found according to the flesh? So in other words, what deeds of the flesh did he do that justified him as righteousness as, or as being righteous? Well, according to the flesh, there are none. Nope, I mean, Abraham. There's one thing, and it's that he believed God. Mm. That's it. That's it. That is the only thing that justifies. So it's not Abraham justifying himself. Mm-hmm. It is Abraham believing in God and God justifying him and saying, no, he's righteous. Mm-hmm. He believes on me. And he will do what I say. No, Abraham, in the same way as us, even though... Again, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, right? They are definitely um, founding fathers, mm-hmm. right? Yes. If you will. It doesn't, and I don't mean that in a take, a take the place or put them in front of our Heavenly Father. Absolutely not, mm-hmm. right? But we can yes. recognize the, the role and the place that they played, right? Just like for, for us in the, here in the United States, right? We have our founding fathers, George Washington and... And others assigned the the Declaration of Independence, right? Those are typically what we consider the founding fathers, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Again, even they believe the Lord. They count on the Lord. They had rela- a relationship with the Lord. They were men of prayer, right? Yes. Okay. So it's not the works that they did, although they accomplished great and mighty things, same as Abraham. It was that Abraham believes in the Lord. So the Lord's testimony of Abraham was that he was righteous, but he also received forgiveness of sins, right? He received grace and mercy when he fell short, when his faith was was shaken and he gave his wife away, right? The the woman of promise, right? Or of promise of the blessing, 
twice that happened. It wasn't that he was without sin, but that he received the same grace and mercy and love from the Father that we all can access. And, and he showed us, as a, a, a type and a shadow, if you will, how we too can approach the Father and receive the same things, blessing, covenant, promises from our Lord. Does that make sense? Yes. Which is why then, in verses 5 through 8, Right, and this is where you focused, Layla. Then he's saying, "Hey, David receives and celebrates the same thing, the same truth." And why do you think that it was these two that were brought up, Abraham and David? Because they were people highly esteemed in their culture. I mean, Amen. Even today, they're still heroes mm-hmm. to to believers. They are exactly. people that love God, and God loved them, and he and and communicated that often right mm-hmm. even in the new testament what is jesus saying before abraham was i am that's right david rejoiced to see my day exactly and throughout the old testament when it pertains to david and david is used in comparison with every other king ruler person in authority. Mm-hmm. They are all compared to David. Even Solomon, like the most Amen. he gets to be recognized for is his wisdom and wealth, but even that has to come back to David. Exactly. And, you know, still pales in comparison to the splendor of the, the royalty that God gave right. to David. And, and and it says very plainly, either they, they were righteous as in, and they served the Lord with all their being like their father, David. their father David, or they were wicked, exceedingly wicked, and were opposite of their father David, mm-hmm. right? Or did not serve the Lord like their father David. This said repeatedly. Yeah. So the and, and again, uh, or say again, just like Abraham, David was not without sin. That's right. And we we covered that in First and Second Samuel. Um, in great detail. <laughs> yes, thank you, honey. In great detail, right? So I want to bring that up. And if you haven't heard that those episodes, those podcasts, please go and listen, right? Uh, and again, I'll say all this not to condemn these people before the Lord or anyone else. That's not why we're saying it. But it's so we can understand, we can recognize, have knowledge, have understanding of how we access this grace and the covenant and the promises that have been made. And we have, I'll say, a right as sons and daughters, as joint heirs with Christ to receive if we will believe it, if we will access it through faith. Mm-hmm. And we have to come to the same door. Amen. We have to, they believe God, and that's what was accounted to them for righteousness. And as I think either Layla or LaCharles said, you can't hide in someone else's righteousness. There's only one name under heaven given by God by which men shall be saved, and that's the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So even though they were the sons of Abraham, they were still subject, or after the flesh, they're still subject to the same um, God as the same God, 
and he doesn't have separate rules for everybody. He has one set of rules and, um, you know, even that, just that understanding, you know, the, uh, Paul is still ministering that and driving that home. And mm-hmm. even, even more so in this condition, Abraham was not a Jew. He was still a Gentile and there's one God overall, whether the people choose to recognize him as God or not. And in this case, Abraham did and David did, but the same God rules over everything and everyone. So we will all give account and answer to him only. Mm-hmm. Anyone else? Uh, Lord, <clears throat> sorry. Lord is talking to me about verse 8 where Paul said, Blessed is the man to whom the Lord shall not impute sin. Actually, back to 7. Blessed are those whose lawless deeds are forgiven and whose sins are covered. Blessed is the man whom the Lord shall not impute sin. Okay. So the Lord brought me brought me to Matthew. I don't know exactly where it was where but where I was talking about the prodigal son and how the father of the prodigal son was happy when he came back. He was happier and gave the prodigal son a fat cow wait. They had a feast. <coughs> they slaughtered the fatted calf and and everyone celebrated. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're getting at? Yes. Okay. And how the reason why it's mainly that because the Lord's He's not just gonna come like last devotional when we were we were talking about salvation just doesn't belong to one group of people; it belongs to everybody. And how the Lord didn't just come to establish the salvation of people that are already saved and said, oh, well, the rest can go to hell and these few people can go to heaven. But he said he he went after the lost sheep, the lost sheep of the kingdom. Mm-hmm. And how it's important for us to be instrumental in that, to open our hearts and be able to set aside personal differences differences and go the lord told me to do this so that's exactly what i'm going to do hmm. amen mm. that was it amen to that mm-hmm. thank you promise thank you sir you're welcome i just wanted to um kind of jump back in on what I was saying previously and follow up with Galatians chapter three, um, about there's one door, there's one door for everybody. This is Galatians three, uh, chapter three, verse five, uh, through nine. Therefore he who supplies the spirit to you and works miracles among you, does he do it by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Just as Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him for righteousness. Therefore, know that only those who are of faith are sons of Abraham. And the scripture, foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith, preached the gospel to Abraham beforehand, saying, In you all the nations shall shall be blessed. So then those who are of faith are blessed with believing Abraham. So the gospel, we know that that is centered on Jesus Christ. And no other. The good news is that he is our, our way of salvation. And 
Abraham still had to believe God in that, that regard. And however, God counts that and esteems it, that belongs to him. But the gospel is what the gospel is. So even at that time, the same plan of salvation was going forward. And even these people who seemed important, Noah, Abraham, David, they all had to believe God and everything that he was saying to them Mm -hmm. and that the way of salvation and redemption would come and be exactly what God said it was. So there's still no difference, regardless if you're male or female, um, he, you know, Jewish or Hebrew born in the physical or not, we still all have to believe God and the good news of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. It's a, a wonderful point, honey. And, um, right, Abraham believed in God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness. Well, we too can believe in God. But Jesus said this in John 14, right? Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God. Believe also or trust also in me. Right, Jesus is the Christ. He is also the way, the truth, and the life. He is, he is how we access the Father. He is, he is also God. And sits at the right hand of God. Amen. Okay? Yes. In the same way, like I said, Abraham believed in God. And that was accounted to him for righteousness. Our sins, all those, those things that, well, it says in verse 8, right? Blessed is the one whom whose sins are forgiven, and whom the Lord does not impute right or sorry, uh, impute punishment, right? Yes. For their sin, so it does not attribute the weight, the cost of those things, right? And why? Because Jesus took it on Himself with His redeeming work on the cross. And all who believe in him and call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. So I just want to encourage each of you today to believe, to trust the Lord. He says, all that call on the name of them shall be saved, of him shall be saved. So believe him. Trust him. He's not a man that he should lie. So it's okay. You can trust him, and he will prove himself. He has proven himself, but he will also show himself to you. So I would encourage each of you to do that today. Just come to the Lord. Not because of who you are or who you're related to or connected to or how much money you have or don't have or whatever the situation is. He's no respecter of persons. And by that, I mean everyone must come the same way. As a child, just believing him. Amen? Amen. Amen. Well, let's close there for today. And we'll pick it up next time. All right, so can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right, Charles. Well, I just thank you for today, Lord, and I just thank you for every day that we can come together, Lord, even if we don't come together with brothers and sisters in Christ, Lord, that we can always be in your presence, Lord. 
Let it also just thank thank you for the way that you watch over us in our daily lives, Lord, and that you keep us safe and protect us from all hurt, harm, and danger, Lord. Lord, also just thank you for giving us the devices that we need in order to overcome the enemy, Lord, so that way we can continue to walk the straight and narrow path, Lord, that will lead to you, Lord. Lord, I also just thank you for the fellowship that you give us and where we can continue to grow with other people, Lord, and help them to admonish us, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We love you. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, Take care and God bless you.